Hello, and welcome to Missing an Audience. In each episode, a different guest from the arts world will talk about how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected their practice, how they see things changing going forwards, and about their memories of being part of or creating for audiences. Our aim with this podcast is to hear from and reach as many different people working or studying in the arts as possible, to connect over what we miss and have lost, what we have to look forward to, and what needs to change. We also hope to spread awareness of charities or arts groups struggling at this time. We need the arts, and we need audiences. Culture is for entertainment, protest, education, therapy, employment, inspiration and connection. It must survive. Today's guest is Jessica Hung Han Yun. Jess is a critically acclaimed lighting designer whose credits include theatre, art installations and circus. She frequently collaborates with venues such as the Gate Theatre, the Bush Theatre, the Royal Court, Manchester's Royal Exchange and Nottingham Lakeside Arts and has established connections with companies as diverse as Complicite, Chivalry Circus, and Nonsuch Theatre. In 2019, Jess received the Knight of Illumination Award for her work on Ned Bennett's revival of Equus for English Touring Theatre and Theatre Royal Stratford East. Her other past productions include Rockets and Blue Lights, Seven Methods of Killing Kylie Jenner, Snowflake, Fairview, Parlar, Armadillo, and The Last of the Pelican Daughters. During the COVID-19 pandemic, Jess has worked on the Donmar Warehouse's socially distant sound installation, Blindness. Based on the dystopian novel by Jose Saramago, it was adapted for the stage by Simon Stevens, voiced by Juliet Stevenson, and directed by Walter Meyer-Johan. Using a binaural sound design by Ben and Max Ringham, it was the first show at a West End venue since the closure of theatres in March. Hello, I'm Jake Leonard, the creator and host of this podcast, and I'm a freelance theatre director. So Jess, thanks very much for joining us. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm doing all right. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, you know. (laughs) I've really gotten into knitting during lockdown. Um, There's only so much knitting that you can do. So I'm kind of like, you need to find something else to keep me entertained for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) I was working at the Royal Exchange in Manchester on a show called Rockets and Blue Lights. And we were, it was the day before our press night that it got shut down. That was really heartbreaking because it was like a really special, special show. My partner basically said, oh, come to Wales and I'm going to visit my family. And so I thought I'd go there, do a detour and then come back to London. And then lockdown happened. So I found myself in Wales, which was actually really nice. Even though it was obviously, it, it's been really stressful in terms of like, when are we going to be able to work again? When, you know, all of that. But then I guess I was really like lucky to be contacted by the Donmar. Hey, we want to do a sound installation. And I was like, oh, wow, this is really interesting. 
that was actually where before I did theatre was where more of my interest was it's quite amazing because of like how immersive it is and also I was just like really wanting to get back to work and be creative again you have your headphones that you put on and it's just one actor who's basically speaks the whole uh well tells you the whole of the story through these headphones when she is whispering in your ear you can really feel that she's in your ear and i think that was a great experience because when we tried when we first tried that in like rehearsals it was also that feeling of like we've all been in lockdown we haven't been around people so the fact that you have a stranger whispering in your ear was really strange and you were just yeah. like oh god and kind of the, the themes that the show touched upon were also really interesting and extremely well, yeah, relevant in terms of the parallels it makes to kind of what's happened. This is really intense, but it really makes you think about kind of what we've all been through, and it's probably, like, the biggest shared experience that we'll live through in our lifetimes. One of the main things we talk about on the, on the podcast is audience experiences and interactions with audiences. So what are your experiences that you'd like to share with us? The first one, I would say, is it's not theatre, but it was an art installation on an island, or I, th- I think it was on Narashima, because there's two art islands in Japan called Narashima and Teshima. Pretty, um, I think it's Narashima, where there's an architect who's created this like amazing oval concrete building, mm. with, like a circle cut out in the top of it so you can see to the sky and you walk in all you can hear is like this because it's really echoey because of like the shape of it all you can hear are these like really relaxing like almost like water droplets and you're like where where is that coming from and then like see in the floor there's like little tiny little holes where the water's coming up from and because the floor is also slightly slanted the water droplets are coming out and then rolling down and then they combine with other water droplets and they're creating this amazing sound it's an amazing piece of work and that kind of experience that you kind of feel with, with the people who also go to see that installation at the same time as you is really beautiful you could see it to the sky you could feel and hear the wind going around you and it was like the thing of like I don't know there's this thing of like the city always being really man-made and always like being against nature that installation was really like almost like the harmony of like the respect that this man-made kind of art installation had with nature and it's its relationship you see people experience it in different ways and there was like a group of school kids who'd gone they must have been like 12 and it was funny because they they found it's like a big playground that they could run around in and watch the water droplets and follow it so they were finding enjoying that and then there were other people who also enjoyed the fact that like you know if you stood in one place you'd hear completely different acoustics to another place so you'd see people like walking around just standing and observing and it was quite amazing because it also because usually as an audience for example in theatre you're kind of you can't tell audience reaction almost until the end of a show or there's like only snippets that you can get from them whereas like this installation was like you saw people's reaction from the very start to the very end and it's crazy because I still can't articulate myself on exactly what it was that I felt yeah but uh, but sometimes those are the best experiences aren't they enlightening and well the whole of the creative team you're also creating an environment that influences an audience's emotional response without them necessarily realizing you're doing that we want to make this like a really like really cold quite um hard scene and you can do that like obviously with the text and with the actors on stage but we can really play with pace because it's also that thing about like humans and what we take in and how we perceive things and also the fact that you know you can come from all walks of life you you can also come together and watch a piece of theater or or like a movie or you know an art piece and feel the same emotion or have the same experience Mm. when i did equus at stratford dysart does like a one of his first like 
long kind of monologues at the beginning and he starts talking about this dream that he has and it's really dark and it get it, yeah it gets really really dark very very quite quickly actually and we were trying to figure out oh how do how do we do this and essentially it came up with this idea of like blinking the stage in a different color but so fast that you almost go like oh did that just happen or was that a glitch or something like you just don't notice it so you don't yeah you just don't see it in the first time that it happens so the last thing that we do on the podcast is that we get the guests to talk about a particular charity or cause or venue perhaps that, that they want to highlight. The charity that I want to talk about today is called My Grateful Cookery Classes that are led by migrant chefs who are essentially like struggling integrate and access employment due to like legal or linguistic barriers because usually their cooking classes are you know in, in like groups uh they had to then adapt as a lot of different um, charities had to and go online so they've been doing online cookery classes uh, yeah it's just a really it's a really beautiful uh charity and what they do is really important and it's also a way of for also the chefs to kind of get to know um, people and also to, to share their love of food and of cooking. Food is a worldwide, like, international language that we all speak. <laughs> there's, there's also actually another, it's not so much a charity, but a thing that's happening called Hackney Bumps, which is a skate park that was really derelict for a really long time. And then a load of um, skaters decided to do it all up with, you know, no support from, like, the government or anything. They just decided, you know, this is a really important place for, like, community and for kids to come and socialise in and so they have a GoFundMe page and I think that that's a really great thing Thanks very much Jess and yeah look after yourself Thank you Thank you for listening to Missing an Audience hosted by Jake Leonard with music by Dave Morris, publicity design by Ben Hollands, and voiceover by Rebecca Klee. We'd love to hear your favourite audience experiences and how COVID-19 has affected you. So feel free to get in touch with us on Twitter at MissingAnord. If you want to donate or find out more about the charities our guest was talking about, you can find the links in the description below. In the meantime, keep safe, keep well, and be kind. Next time, we're joined by writer, stage manager, and creator of the Bread and Barricades podcast, Nemo Martin. So I'm British-Japanese, I was born in Britain and have lived my entire life in London, so I'm very British in the way that I see things. And last year, I... Went to Japan literally because there was a production of Les Mis on in Japan. And so it was my first time seeing theatre outside of the UK, apart from like children's shows in Japan. As a tangent to that story, there's a, there's a place in Japan called Sanrio Land, which is like Hello Kitty Disneyland, basically. Um, so it's just a theme park for like the Sanrio characters, so Hello Kitty and all that. They did a really, really good kabuki, which is like Japanese theatre, with those huge like Hello Kitty costumes, but like in Japanese kabuki costume. And it was like wild. It was so good. The production value was amazing. If you put that on a London stage, it would be like glowing reviews you would sell out forever. <laughs> <laughs>